Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And today, equal time for the Ashland Tomcats. I'll explain in a moment. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. Two weeks ago, I talked about the Brewers High School boys basketball team from 1948 because this is the 75-year anniversary of when that team went undefeated and won the state championship. It is the last time a boys high school basketball team here in Kentucky has won the state championship while going undefeated. But I figured since I talked about Brewers from 1948, I should give equal time to the only other boys high school basketball team to go undefeated while winning a state championship, and the other was Ashland back in 1928. The final score was 13-11 to in four overtimes. It's the only boys Sweet 16 championship game to go to four overtimes. Again, 1928. In the first half, Car Creek, which finished runner-up that year, was leading 4-3. to and Ashland's three points all came at the free throw line. They were held scoreless from the field in the first half. Late in the game, Ashland was up 9-8 to when Car Creek's Shelby Stamper hit a free throw with one second left in regulation. That sent the game to overtime. Three overtimes later, the score was still tied at 9. Nobody scored in the first three overtimes. So in the fourth overtime, Ashland's Gene Strother hit a long-range jumper. Well, probably a set shot because they didn't shoot jump shots back then. But anyway, hit a long-range shot. Then they followed that up with a layup to go up 13-9. Car Creek responded by cutting it to two. But then Ashland was able to hold on to the ball, dribble the timeout, and win it. And again, the score was 13-11. to in four overtimes. Ashland finished the season 31-0. I talked to Mark Maynard about the Ashland Tomcats. He's a longtime sports writer there in the town of Ashland. Mark, what was special about that Ashland team of 1928 other than the fact they won the uh, Sweet 16 while going undefeated? Ashland had just uh, tremendous athletes on that team. And uh, guys who could who they played football. Their football team went through a, an undefeated run for you know six or seven years during that same span. So uh, you know it wasn't things weren't as organized obviously as they are now. But um, but that team was really special. You know back 1928, that basketball being a different game, it was almost a game of keep away. So you had the if you had the, the good ball handlers, you know you had an advantage. Um, plus, if you had anybody call for that tip after every basket, that helped too. <laughs> so. What he was referring to on the end there, in case you don't remember or you just never knew, they used to have a jump ball after every made basket in high school and college basketball and even in the NBA. 
And that rule finally changed in the 1930s. So having somebody tall was key back then when Ashland won the state title in 1928. It is quite possible that Ellis Johnson, who graduated from Ashland High School back in the late 20s, the 1920s, is the greatest athlete to ever come out of Kentucky. He was a four-sport star in high school at Ashland, and he went on to the University of Kentucky, where he also played multiple sports. And he was Adolph Rupp's first All-American. But before all that, he won a state championship with the Ashland basketball team in 1928. They went undefeated, and Ellis Johnson was a major reason they went undefeated and won that championship. They also went on to a national tournament in Chicago where they won the national tournament. So it was quite a year in 1928 for Ashland. Obviously, Ellis Johnson has passed away, but I talked to his son, Ken, about his dad, and he talked about the support that that team had in 1928 for home games, for the state tournament, and even when they went up to Chicago for the national tournament. Back then, the, the mode of transportation was uh, trains, and uh, they put a couple of extra cars on to go to Chicago, uh, and the people, people followed them pretty much. And uh, when they came home after winning a national championship, uh, 10,000 people met them at the station, which was about everybody in town. <laughs> uh, this one fellow who died a couple of years ago at 105, his team had played against uh, Ashland and that they were really happy to only only gotten beat by 20 points. <laughs> because Ashland was that good. Ashland was that good. Good enough to go undefeated and win a national championship back in 1928. By the way, the Ashland girls also won the Sweet 16 that year. Quite a year for that school from Eastern Kentucky. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. I recently attended the Boys Sweet 16 game where Lyon County's Travis Perry became the all-time leading scorer in Kentucky High School boys basketball history, breaking the 67-year-old record held by King Kelly Coleman. After the game, I was in the men's room and I overheard a conversation. A gentleman by the name of Bill Blackburn from Lexington was telling his friends he had been there when King Kelly Coleman played in the Sweet 16 way back in 1956. So he had seen both Coleman and Travis Perry. I asked him about that. Here's our conversation. So you saw King Kelly Coleman play at, how old were you? 13 or 14 years old. How good was he? He was unbelievable rebounder and he could score from anywhere. Had 55 points the night that I saw him. Is he as good as everybody says he was? He was that night. <laughs> <laughs> How 
How do you think he would compare to, say, athletes today? Could he play? Could he compete against these guys? He could play with anybody. Well, you just saw Travis Perry play and break his record. How does Travis Perry compare to King Kelly? Uh, I think Perry is an absolutely terrific ball player. He's not a ball hog. Uh, he plays within his team concept. He is an absolutely dynamite shooter. They're just different. Kelly played inside and was a terrific rebounder and I got a lot of second chance points, but Travis Perry is a terrific ball player. Bill Blackburn, who's in his early 80s in 1956, saw King Kelly Coleman play in the state tournament. And then this year, 67 years later, saw Travis Perry in the state tournament where Perry broke King Kelly Coleman's all-time scoring record, Kentucky Boys High School basketball history. That'll do it for the show this week. Thanks so much for being with me. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.